what if you can keep a good body shape all seasons without dieting without spending hours at the gym even if you are a busy professional woman and you spend a lot of time in a seated position you might have experienced multiple dieting many times and continue to struggle with weight or other eating behavior in this episode you will discover how to stop dieting and start eating healthy Wellness All Seasons with Mina podcast is free and the goal is to empower you to be fit, healthy, energetic, and serene. To support Wellness All Seasons with Mina podcast, please make sure to subscribe, listen, comment, download, and share. Hi, I'm the host Mina Kandar. Welcome and thank you for listening. Today my guest is the queen of wellness. <laughs> I have a guest, uh, Tanya Jolifei. She is an integrative health and wellness specialist, author of the Mindful Me Journey, and founder and provider of LIT Wellness Solution. Welcome. Glad to be here. I like that title, Queen. That's all right. <laughs> but you can uh, you can uh, present yourself. Yeah. Well, I'm a registered dietitian, a licensed dietitian, and then a certified certified integrative mental health uh, professional. And um, I just come at it from a whole. I'm, I'd like to bill myself as a non diet dietitian because I've 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 worked in the hospital. I've worked with people with very very specialized diets and. Uh, I realize what the diet culture has done to people in terms of making them so unhealthy instead of being being healthy. And so um, it I love this topic and, and I'm I'm just excited to get to be here to kind of just talk and pick brain and, and uh, really just help listeners understand that, you know, health and wholeness is very much a bigger concept than than we really want to give it credit for. So uh, th thank you, thank you for being here. And for you, why wellness? Why this? Uh, why did you do this? Uh, well, um, I was an athlete. I was a three-sport athlete in uh, high school, and went on to get a volleyball scholarship. And I played volleyball uh, in college. And um, when I was in high school, I really only went for a physical once a year. My doctor told me my weight was good. I, I'm a large frame person. I'm muscular. And I really never gave it any much more thought. But when I weighed in college, I had to weigh in every week. And the coach gave me a playing weight. And the weight wasn't based on body composition or anything like that. It was a number she picked out of the air, literally. And this is the mm -hmm. 80s. So this, that's kind of how it was done back in the 80s. And I spent two years trying to reach that goal. And what I accomplished was uh, a whole lot of disordered eating and um, laxative abuse and just a whole lot of problems that it took me years to get out of. Um, and I ended up writing my book a few years ago based on the process that got me out of that disorder and out of that, uh, that diet culture mentality by understanding what I was thinking and feeling, what the triggers were that made me maybe run to the chips or things that made me restrict because I was too worried about what the number on the scale was. Even using the scale, I had to go back to 
just getting on the scale when I went to the for my physical or for my wellness visit instead of being tied to that scale. And so I realized through all of my work as a dietitian that um, people need to understand a culture of wellness and they need to walk away from dieting and the diet culture. And so that's where I am today, trying to help women break habits of chronic dieting and disorder. Um, and how did you feel uh, at this period when uh, you start to focus on wellness and uh, well much better because it's such a mental battle you know it's really such a mental battle we get we get a thought or an emotion that gets triggered by something somebody says or a commercial or or a movie or whatever and so we have to go back and really think through that trigger and when that trigger um rules us diet culture rules us we we feel bad about ourselves we feel down about ourselves we feel like we don't measure up we're not good enough and when you break free from that and you can just feel your body and feel how your body feels and feel how if i feel fatigued well why do i feel fatigued well maybe i haven't had enough water today and maybe it's a water related thing and it's not has nothing to do or maybe i had more sugary foods and i had a crash afterwards and that's why i'm feeling lethargic and you start to become in tuned you know one of the things i've discovered is that there's a lot of talk about attuned eating and um and moving to that lifestyle but you can't just jump from dieting and diet culture to being attuned to your body you have to learn a whole bunch of steps in between there and that's kind of the gap that i try to focus on is helping people understand you you got to learn what your body feels like sick and then you got to feel what it feels like to feel healthy and well mm -hmm. and and all of those stages in between so you you have mentioned the eating disorder mm -hmm. we know that eating disorder might cause many health problems and for you what is the problem behind eating disorder well i think that's from your experience of course but it's important to understand that there's a difference between an eating disorder and disordered eating an mm -hmm. eating disorder is disordered eating that has gotten so out of control that it's got a clinical definition it's been clinically defined that you meet these criteria and that that could be that you're restricting or that you're binging or that you're purging or that you're doing um orthorexia where you're just a perfect eater or a combination of several of those things. In my own life, I was several of those things at different phases in my situation, but I never had a clinical de definition of an eating disorder, but I was very much a disordered eater. So it's yeah. really important to understand because for all the people that there are, um, and there's large percentages of people that have eating disorders that are, that are clinically defined, there's many, many, many more people that have chronic dieting and disordered eating. And we just think this is the way we're supposed to eat, that everybody's supposed to be on a diet and everybody's supposed to be seeking to be smaller and in a smaller body. And that's just not, that's just a marketer's ploy. That mm -hmm. is not health or fitness. There are many healthy people in big bodies and there are many unhealthy people in smaller bodies. Uh, 
I loved it, uh, <laughs> how they <laughs> presented. And for you, uh, it's what you, your message is to have a healthy lifestyle and not thinking only about nutrition, fitness, etc. because to be healthy is not about nutrition only or about fitness, but the person in whole. So I like to, to talk about it in, in the relationship to a culture of wellness. Yeah. And the reason I say that is because, you know, we're multidimensional people. We don't just, we can't just focus on one area. If you have um, problems with your financial well being, in that you don't have finances or you don't manage finances well, there are a lot of people who make a lot of money, but they don't manage their money well. And so yeah. they're always broke. So it's not a matter of not having enough. They just spend it on all different ways, but that influences your fitness that influences your health. One of the examples that I like to give is, um, I worked, worked with somebody knew somebody that, um, they had all the outfits to go to the gym and they paid for the gym membership and they paid for the diet food and the organic food and all the special stuff, but they financially were in a bad situation the stress that comes from the the dis-ease in your financial well-being undoes everything that you're trying to do with how you eat and how you exercise mm -hmm. because that stress has wide-ranging effects that also influences your relational well-being and how you relate to a partner or a family member co-workers and all of those things interact. We can't separate them out. They are all in, in, infused together into who we are and how we live our life. And so that's where that culture of well-being comes in. If your relationships are all out of whack, that could be why you're turning to the bag of chips. And so you, you have to be able to understand that you're a whole person and yeah. all of those things are affecting. And that's where my, my journaling program comes in because it's, it's understanding what am I doing with food and why am I doing it? And once you start to look at the why, you realize, oh, my relationships are out of whack. My finances are out of whack. I hate my job. You know, when you start to unpack all of those whys and you get to the heart of it. I loved it because uh, it's to the point regarding uh, how I uh, see uh, a healthy lifestyle uh, being is it's not only nutrition, fitness, but all about uh, stress management, time management, relationship, and mm -hmm. how life is going every day. And I loved what you um, you said about workplace because sometimes workplace may be a source of many problems and stress as well so um yeah you yeah I and and sometimes it's the fact that you are if you're unemployed and you want you want to be employed um i, I will i'll be very transparent i wanted to be a stay-at-home mom and then it was very very unfulfilling doing that because I didn't like cooking and cleaning and all of those things. And so I had to find a volunteer outlet that let me use my gifts and talents while I still was home caring for my kids and making sure that they were, they ate well and that they were, you know, doing their homework and all that stuff. But I had to find that balance. So sometimes we think we want something and then we go in that, that direction and we're not happy. 
could be the other way. You could be a working mom and you could be feeling guilty because you're not at home with your kids. And maybe it's time to make that shift and maybe work part-time so that you're home with your kids or watching a, an ailing parent. And you feel like, you know, I, I really need to be there for my older parent. And sometimes we've got to, you know, we start on a path in our life and it was the right path for us 10 years ago but life has changed we have changed and we've got to be able to reevaluate and say okay this doesn't make me happy or feel good or feel whole or feel healthy anymore and i need to make an adjustment and i need to make a change um maybe the 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 high stress job that you took 10 years ago you know that was it was exciting but maybe it's just draining on you now and you got to make a shift and make a change. Yeah. So what happened when you uh, didn't feel uh, fulfilled in your being mom at home and uh, what decision did you take so as to change your life? <laughs> well, I had wanted to be a stay-at-home mom since I was in fifth grade and wanted to be there to to raise my kids and to take them to the play groups and i thought i was going to be the pta mom i thought i was just going to you know be a volunteer 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 and i loved being home with my kids but just cooking and cleaning and keeping a house that was not fulfilling to me mm. now being with my I kids more right i wanted to be able to use my gifts and talents in a different way the cooking and the cleaning you know you you do laundry and there's laundry in the basket as, as soon as you you know take your clothes off that night yeah, so everything you, you do you want you want to serve more right. as to be in right. the service of others so i went and found a volunteer opportunity at my church and i took on kind of a, a pretty big leadership role but it was volunteer and it worked around my kids schedule and I was able to to do everything I wanted to do with them as a mom. Mm. But then I was able to fill myself up with serving other people and making a difference in the world because that's really what I wanted to do was make a difference in the world. And mm -hmm. so sometimes you have the things you think you want and I was I'm grateful that I was home and able to be there with them. And the cooking and the cleaning just comes with it. But the fulfillment came when I found another opportunity to use myself, to give myself away for, for, uh, to other people. Um, and so you have to be able to look back and say, this is what I thought I wanted. And I still want this part of it, but there's this other part. It's vocational well-being. That's really the category that it is. It's vocational yeah. well-being. Whether that vocation is volunteer or that vocation is you're paid for it, it doesn't matter. If yeah. you're not fulfilled in what you're doing, it doesn't matter that you bring a paycheck home every week. To, you to don't find like your, it. Yeah, to find your balance. Right, right. Because that's where happiness and fulfillment comes from. You can bring home a great paycheck. But if you don't like your job and you dread going there every day mm -hmm. and Sunday night comes around and you're just dreading the next week ahead, something's got to give if you're going to get the most and be the most in this life and be healthy and whole. Healthy and whole includes lower stress, not high stress. Yeah. So, yeah. So uh, when uh, you think about how person take it in a whole <clears throat> how do you deal with your clients who comes to you uh, for help mm -hmm. and ask only one thing or uh, for example she wants only one thing you you present 
uh, that all matters and not only one things? How, mm -hmm. how you deal with that? Because I go with the approach of understanding your what and your why. You can't change anything if you don't understand your what and your why. And everybody's what and why is going to be different. You know, if if you're only focused on the fact that you um, like to sit and eat out of a bag of chips, if you're only focused on your what you're eating and you're not understanding why you're doing it, you're not going to ever be able to make a change that's going to be lasting and 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 fulfilling and so it's the same with exercise you know if you're only being active because of how many calories you're going to burn because you're in this diet mentality of how many calories i have to burn you're missing the opportunity to be in touch with your body and feel your body move and strengthen and stretch and being able to to be in tune with activity and activity is different than exercise and if you're going, 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 you know, I've known people who, you know, because they're so focused on the calories that they burn, they, they're working out with stress fractures. That's yeah. not being healthy. That's being unhealthy. Of course. So it's, it's moving away from that idea of diet and moving into a healthy whole person. And the numbers that people need to pay attention to aren't the number on the scale. It's other things, other numbers, other factors that yeah. you got to bring in and understand. So I, I approach it from the what and the why, and I use my journaling program to help people discover the what and the why, mm -hmm. and then I can coach them on how they can begin to make the changes because everybody's, the changes that everybody needs to make are different. They're different based on their life circumstances. They're based yeah. different based on their triggers. They're different based on Am I doing this because I'm a pleaser? You know, one of the things mm. I bring into my coaching is personality types. You know, yeah. our personality types bring in, if we're somebody who is a pleaser and all we're doing is trying to please everybody else. And we're not themselves. Right. We're, we're putting ourselves last on the list and there's got to be a balance there. Yeah. And they get to know themselves mm -hmm. before doing anything because the problem is sometimes... Uh, we notice that uh, people want a quick solution, right? And they don't think that to have a healthy lifestyle is uh, for a long-term result, and uh, it's something in their life. Part of it is understanding the short-term benefit with the long-term benefit. Exactly. You can't just do a long, short-term gain. The number of people who lose 20 pounds and then gain 20 pounds and then lose 20 pounds and then gain 30 pounds. And you would have been better off to not lose anything but five pounds because every time you gain and lose, gain and lose, you put stress on your organs. You put stress on your heart. You put stress on your liver. So in terms of being healthy, you would have been better off to just lose five pounds and maintain that then going up and down and up and down and up and down. But it's a diet culture that's focused on the wrong things and focused on numbers and focused on a smaller body and that a smaller body is healthy. And that's just a lie. That's just a lie that's not true. You can be unhealthy. And I said this before, and I'm going to say mm -hmm. it again. You can be a thin person and be very unhealthy. Yes, because uh, the... To be healthy and thin, uh, slim or overweight is not the same. <laughs> right. I was at my most unhealthy as an adult. Mm. 
when I was in my smallest body because of disordered eating, because I was trying to be a number on a scale because somebody told me I should be that number. No, and in and reality, because, because your body lacks uh, nutrients, like right, 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 right. Because sometimes dieting uh, pre uh, make the person uh, restrict their uh, elements yep. uh, nutrition, yep. and they lack many minerals, vitamins, etc. So, and then it's a, and then it's a cycle because then once your gut is unhealthy. The, the gut is the second brain. So then you don't think clearly, then yeah. you've got to go through things to make the gut healthy again by, you know, how you eat. And it, it's, it, it's a process. It's, it's a process. And, you know, processed foods have become extremely detrimental to our health. This and is the big problem. Yes. I mean, yeah. You stick with whole foods, stick with foods that you can buy in their whole form. And those are the things that are usually on the perimeter of your grocery store and your supermarket, the fruits, the vegetables, the whole, the, the eggs, the dairy, um, breads, you want them, you know, as close to natural, you want them to be, you know, grain filled. Um, I, I, uh, I agree with you. Uh, the problem is busy women sometimes choose the easy solution. Uh, but we don't really recognize that the easy solution is, is not a, a protein bar. It's not a protein shake. It's not a fast food drive. I can make a meal in 10 minutes that's healthy. Yeah. A hard boiled egg, hard boiled eggs at the beginning of the week. And then you have them to run to every time you need something for a quick snack. String cheese, a piece of string cheese, that's an easy snack. A handful of nuts, that's an easy snack. When I need something sweet, grab some dates instead of a candy bar. They're very, dates are very sweet. I loved it because uh, it mentions that uh, it depends on awareness and uh, how the person manage her time, her life, uh, everything in her life because someone well organized and know how he can deal with all these things he can have a healthy and it life. goes back to the what and the why you know so Always. why why am i going through the drive through it's because i'm limited on time okay mm -hmm. so then we have to deal with the time thing so why are we limited on time are we a poor time manager? Do we have too many people pulling at our, us and we're not really dictating our own schedule? You know, so you start to then understand the why. So it's always not the why. It's mm. always, it's gotta be about the why. What am yeah. I doing and why am I doing it? And when you can start to understand those things in all areas of your life, then you can make meaningful lasting change because as long as, as long as it's just, I'm out of time, I'm going to go through the drive-through. Mm. Well, we can come up with some other options so that when you're short on time, you've got string cheese and a piece of fruit that you can go to. Those are nutrient rich choices that don't take any more time. And the time, think how much time people sit in a drive-through. You sit yeah. for 10, 15 minutes in a drive-through. <laughs> The I mean, time to cook. <laughs> right. to I can fix a healthy meal in five minutes. Exactly. 
So yeah. Yeah. But you have to have, you have to plan ahead. You have to have those ingredients there so that you, when you are in that, I need a quick meal, it's all right there. All you have to do is grab it, put it together and go. Yes, I love it because it mentions uh, to be well organized, to know in advance what we can to choose, to have a strategic choice in uh, eating right. and uh, what uh, how we can do it. I love it because uh, without organization, we can't be, uh, we can't have this healthy lifestyle. And I will say that for some people, organization comes easier to, than other people. So sometimes people need to work with a coach. They need to work with somebody to help them understand okay. their strengths and their weaknesses, and then be able to come up with strategies to help overcome their weaknesses. Yeah. Right. And so that's kind of where, um, sometimes we don't know what we don't know. And if organization doesn't come to us naturally, we need somebody to just kind of break it down to us in a small little way. And when I say I can make a, a healthy meal in five minutes, well, I have to have everything there. So I have yeah. to then say, okay, I'm going to plan ahead and I'm going to build this in. Sometimes you've got to build in time for yourself. If that means building in and scheduling time for a walk, then that means you schedule on your schedule a time for a walk. And everybody's life is different. You got to find what's your what and your why, and then how you can build strategies in there to help you ignite the change that you want to ignite. Yes, uh, the why is uh, very important uh, in the process because when we know why, the rest is easy to find. Exactly, exactly. I love to be able to share as much as I can. I want listeners to be able to get, you know, tidbits of things that they can do. But at the same time, if it doesn't come natural to you, that's okay. Reach out and partner with somebody. Sometimes we all just need to find the tools that work best for us and the, and the, the things that work best for us. And um, it, it, it's not as hard as people think it is but it does take stepping back and saying, okay, how do all these pieces fit together? Yeah, and uh, as you have said, sometimes we need help. So they can yep. ask for help. They can right. find coaches like right. you, mentors, uh, right. et cetera. So the, the idea is not to stay in the same place and not ask for help right. or accepting the situation as it is and did not uh, look for change. Uh, exactly. So I think uh, we cannot be great in everything. And when we need uh, help in some area, we can ask because we can find uh, without problem. And society wants us to believe that in asking for help, that that's some kind of weakness. And I want to just say that's not weakness. That's um, just being smart. It's exactly. saying somebody else has a gift or a talent that I don't have. They have a strength that I don't have. Why do I need to try to reinvent the wheel? Let me go and work with somebody or men be mentored by somebody that can help me kind of cut the, the line a little bit and find exactly. a faster way to accomplish it. Yeah, so. because, because um, mentors and coaches are here to empower others and to help them. So uh, right. Uh, and they want only be in a service of other people to help them. So exactly. I think exactly. it's not a shame to ask help. No, 
and 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 you said it best you know we don't want to stay where we are we want to keep moving forward keep improving one small step at a time you know and it doesn't have to be huge change but it needs to be a recognizing what's not working well why yes. is it not working well and how can i try it to do it different yes i agree with you because when we recognize that there is something does not work we are uh, in the process to to transform and right in the good direction right. to, to to succeed and uh, of course seeking for help is the first thing that uh, can be done because uh, as uh, you have said uh, you are here to for uh, to help and uh, right. to um, to be in a service of others so uh, i think especially some women want to speak up about their problem they keep everything and they accept their situation because they can't ask sometimes it's a right. problem not to be able to ask for him well that's partly where diet culture has taken us that we see each other as competition of i'm i i, I don't want to ask for help because you look like you've got it all together so i don't want to look like i don't have it together women really are innately made to be collaborators and if we start to really embrace that innate collaboration within us we stop seeing each other as competition and we start to see each other as as somebody that could be a help to me and so there again stop comparing yourself it doesn't matter about your size compared to somebody else's size it doesn't matter about you know how can we collaborate with one another and help yeah. somebody else be better if i help you be happy and whole then there's stuff you can give back to me to help me look at my life differently and we can all be happier and healthier in the process exactly yeah and uh, as you have said it's uh, about being feeling fulfilled being healthy and uh, enjoying life and when you do that you're giving back to the world then you're able to give to other people you're able to help other people and bring other people along and that's how we make our world a better place exactly exactly thank you so much for listening stay tuned and make sure you subscribe listen comment download and share if you are struggling with weight please click the link in the description and book a free call with me i invite you to join my facebook group stay fit with mina as a safe place in which you will have a supportive community. Thank you so much. Stay tuned. I will see you next week for another episode.